Welcome back to Full Sun Sports. Joshua Buckley here with Raul Armenta. Raul, I'll give you a dollar to you on Venmo if you can tell me who played in the World Series. The Boston Red Sox and the Los Angeles. Oh, shit. What is it? <laughs> I just went blood. Five seconds. Uh, yeah, no. No. <laughs> That's it. The Boston Red Sox beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 4-1 to in the World Series. I couldn't tell you the Dodgers. Now. That's probably all the baseball we're going to talk about on this Good. podcast baseball ever. Baseball is boring. Baseball is boring. But this episode, though, we're going to talk about a lot of football, a lot of soccer. and But I want to get some started with some NBA talk. So did you see last night, Clay Thompson's broke the record for three-pointers in the game. He had 14 three-points made in 27 minutes. It was insane. The Warriors scored 92 points in the half. That's got to be a record. That's got to be a record. I I saw that uh, Curry went up to to Clay during halftime, and he was like, you got to break my record before uh, before this game. Yeah. Like, they're so, like, unselfish about it, and that's why they're so good. Curry was passing to Thompson throughout the game. Yeah, trying to get him to break his own record, which I thought was cool. I saw a report the other day that the Rockets offered four first-round picks to the Timberwolves for Jimmy Butler. Do you think that'd be a good trade for the Rockets? I think so, yes. If the Rockets got Jimmy Butler, that would take them to the level they need to be to beat the Golden State Warriors and... I think they should go for it. What I can understand is why the Timberwolves didn't take that trade. I really don't think they're going to get four first-round picks from anyone else. Because even though the Rockets are probably they're probably going to be like late-round picks since the Rockets are so good, I don't think they're going to get a package like that from anywhere else. It's going to be so rare if you get another Jimmy Butler out of those four picks. Yeah. Because Butler is a good player. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if he – with Chris Paul and James Harden, if he adds to that, it's just it's just going to be good. They're going to click. That would make uh, the Rockets a real contender with the Warriors, I think. So that's why I want to see it, yeah, to give the Warriors yeah, some sure. competition. And they, there's no sign of them slowing down right now. So, I mean, that's what the, that's what the Lakers try to do, but um, it's not looking so hot for the, for the Lakers. They, lo- they lost to the Timberwolves again. Yeah, they're off to, a, uh, off to a pretty rough start. Speaking of rough starts, the Cavaliers are oh, or haven't won a game yet, and they fired their coach, Ty Lue, which makes me believe even more that LeBron was the coach of that team all the past couple yeah, seasons. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no denying that LeBron James is just has, like, the highest basketball IQ. It doesn't matter who the coach is. He's just always going to have an input on what he has to say, and they're going to listen to him because he's LeBron James. Yeah, he really doesn't need a coach. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Raptors 24 or 120, 124 to 109. That makes the Milwaukee Bucks still undefeated. Last podcast episode, I predicted the Milwaukee Bucks would go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm pretty, feeling pretty good about that prediction. I, I'm on the Milwaukee Bucks bandwagon now. I'm a fan. I'm just going to point that out there. Are you a fan now? I am. They beat him without Giannis. So that just shows how good of a team they have without their best player. They can still beat a team that was previously undefeated, a Kawhi Leonard-led Toronto Raptors team. That just means that your last prediction about Giannis 
about him being the most valuable player isn't true. So that's a valid argument, I would say. But I'm still, <laughs> I still think he can win the MVP because his team is very good. They're they're a lot better than I thought then because I thought he would have to carry them, but apparently not. Yeah. Um. Well, one of my predictions about Rookie of the Year, Trey Young, um, he had a great game against the Cavs. I mean, it's, it's not saying much. But uh, only 11 rookies overall have put up the numbers like he did. And um, the last person to do it was uh, Curry back in 2010. He had a total of 35 points and 11 assists. So, so it's a pretty good company to be in with a two-time MVP. Yeah. So I think Trey Young's off to a good start for runner-up of Rookie of the Year. My Rookie of the Year prediction hasn't even played yet, so I'm curious to see how he is when he, come, when he comes back from his ankle injury. NBA is just so long. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter right now. It's too early to predict anything, but. Yeah, I agree. There's a, yeah, a lot can happen. But we talked a lot last episode about Western Conference teams like a challenge of Warriors. And I want to point out a team that we forgot to mention that I think should be way more respected than they are. And that's the Denver Nuggets. They're five and one right now. They beat the Warriors this year already. And they look good on both ends of the court. And they have a player, a big guy named Nikola Jokic, who is a superstar, but he doesn't get a lot of credit because he's not flashy. He's putting out like triple double, double numbers, though, every night. Yeah, the the Nuggets are in second right now in the Western Conference. I didn't even realize it until I guess because they're a smaller market team that they don't get a lot of publicity. But they're and but they're really good. I, I I just didn't know that until recently. You you have to get like you start getting people to watch and you start getting uh, games on like TNT or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. If you do good the previous season, you know. Like yeah. they're always gonna they're always gonna show Spurs game they're always gonna show Warrior games but you know everyone's like I don't want to watch the Nuggets play because you know maybe next season if they keep up doing what they're doing now maybe next season yeah I just think they're a team that can uh, knock a good team off in the postseason this year uh, the the Lakers as I predicted didn't think they were gonna make the playoffs and I'm standing with that as of today they're two and five they're eleventh. In the Western Conference, 11th. I like how we're saying our predictions are already correct when they played seven games this year, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> you got anything else for the NBA, or are you ready to move on to the college football games? We can move on to college college football. All right. I want to talk about probably the best game of the weekend, which had to be number nine, Florida, versus number seven, Georgia. Or that was not necessarily the best game of the weekend, but it was the most anticipated game because it's two top ten teams. And Georgia put a pretty good beat down on Florida, 36-17 to 17 win. And I, this definitely puts them back in the playoff hunt, I believe. You think so? Yeah, because they'll we'll, – later on we'll do our top six playoff predictions that we think – or playoff for this week, and I have them in there, spoiler alert. But if they win out, they'll definitely be in the playoffs, in my opinion. Georgia is number six now, so – Texas dropped down to number 15 by losing against Oklahoma 35 to 38. As a Texas fan, I was scared about this game. I've going into Oklahoma State and playing in that environment is a pretty tough place to play and they uh they 
they benched three players or three starters to start the game and it hurt him because Oklahoma State got off to a really good start and they just never really recovered from it and what do you think okay so there was two minutes left in the game Texas had three timeouts and they were down by three I believe and they chose to onside kick instead of kicking it deep do you think that was the right call because they could have kicked it deep and tried to pin them but they went just straight for the onside kick right I mean either either way I think it was um, Oklahoma State, I think they're smart enough to get out of bounds, do their timeouts. Um, but onside kick is they just have like a like a better chance of do getting the ball. You know, it, it it's you just gotta risk it. Like you, and it's college. You gotta risk it. Yeah, I I think they I think they did the right move, in my opinion. So another game that caught my eye was Clemson and Florida State, and I'm I'm kind of like speculative on Clemson this year. I'm not sure they're that great, but they ended up winning fifty nine to fifty nine to ten. <laughs> yeah, they ended up winning fifty nine to ten, but it was zero zero after the first quarter. And what really got Clemson going was there was a roughing the kicker call on that Florida or on Clemson or that helped Clemson get a first down, and they ended up scoring their first touchdown after that. And so I think that one call or one dumb penalty changed the game, and it ended up being the largest home loss in history for Florida State. So I guess I guess Clemson is for real, but I don't know. I'm just – I don't know. I don't know about them. Kentucky beat Missouri by one point, and they're ranked 11th right now. So Missouri – Missouri's offense is good. They do have a good quarterback. Yeah, they, they, okay, that – But – I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure Kentucky's that good. A and M kind of beat them down, and A and M ended up losing by 15 points to Mississippi State this week. So I, I don't. I think Kentucky's a way overrated. Well, Mississippi State, you can't. They gave LSU a, a pretty good, pretty good run for their money last week. So uh, I guess so. And I was curious to see this week how Purdue would hold up against or how Purdue would do this week after beating Ohio State, would they come back and beat another good team in Michigan State? But they ended up losing by 10 points. So it was kind of a letdown after a big week. And it makes this makes Ohio State's loss to them look even worse because if you're going to lose to a team, you'd rather that team win out. So it makes that loss look a little better. But I, don't, I, f- I feel like it's going to be hard for Ohio State to get back in the playoffs. They're going to have to beat Michigan by quite a bit to get back into playoff contention. What do, you, what do you mean by? Yes, like in Ohio State, like they, Ohio State probably wants Purdue to win out now. So Purdue looks like a good team. So it makes Ohio State's loss to them look not that bad. Because you don't want to lose to a, a one loss, a one loss team or being a one loss team and losing to a really good team, you could still get into the playoffs. But being a one loss team and losing to a team that's terrible would probably not be good enough to let you go get into the playoffs. Um Michigan had Michigan plays Penn State. Michigan's number five and Penn State's number fourteen. Is that this weekend? Yeah, that's this weekend. Who you got in that game? I'm going Michigan. Uh, I'm going Michigan. All right. <laughs> I like I thought Iowa would upset Penn State this weekend actually, but they kind of they ruined their chances cuz Trace McSorley 
Penn State's quarterback was hurt for a large majority of the first part of the game, and Iowa really didn't do anything during that time. They could have, they had an opportunity to go up 21-7, I think, and then they just kind of gave the way game away and ended up losing to Penn State. But Penn State, I, if Trace McSorley isn't healthy, then there's no way they can beat Michigan. Um, another good game, probably in my opinion, the best game of, of this weekend, Alabama LSU. Do you think Alabama goes down? No, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's more likely that Alabama wins by two touchdowns than Alabama losing. You're 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 predicting Alabama wins by two touchdowns. No, I'm not predicting they win by two touchdowns. I'm just saying that it's more likely they win by two touchdowns than it than them losing. I think. I think it. I'm hoping it's a close game. I really do. I think. I think LSU's defense keeps it close, but if. LSU's offense can't do anything, then their defense is just going to get tired. But if their offense can start scoring, then they have a real shot, I think. Yeah, that's going to be a good game to watch. And I'm rooting for LSU. Yeah, I've said from the beginning, I think LSU is the best, has the best chance of beating Alabama. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And then my last game I have here that I wanted to keep up with this weekend was Washington State and Stanford. So Washington State beat a good Oregon team last week. And then this week they followed it up with a win against a Stanford team. And they've, they have only scored under 30 points one time. So they have an offense that can really score the ball. So they're, they're not like a playoff contender, but they're a really good team that could potentially be like a top 15, top 10 team that I think no one really knows about. So, hmm. So give me your top six playoff predictions right now. Not like not just right now. Who do you think is the top six teams? Alabama. Obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. These aren't in order. These are not in order. Um, Alabama, Alabama, Michigan. I, th- I think Georgia stays in there. Um, I think Notre Dame. I don't. I don't think they stay – Notre Dame does not stay in the, in the top three. I think they lose to Florida State. I think Notre Dame is going to lose to Florida State, and they will drop down from there. Um, and that's – so Alabama, Michigan, Georgia's going to stay. LSU's staying. Notre Dame drops. Um Oklahoma goes in there, I think. Yeah, I think Oklahoma has a good chance of getting back. So do you think if LSU loses this weekend, do you think their playoff chances are over? Because they're a two-loss team. It would be a two-loss team then if they lose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, another reason why LSU needs needs this win. And They have to win. It's, it's a must win. But, so my top six... Right now, I don't know how that's going to end up at the end of the season, but right now I have Alabama 1, Clemson 2, LSU 3, Notre Dame is still there at 4. I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if Notre Dame's going to win out. I don't know if they end up in 4. I think they might lose the game, but right now they're undefeated and playing well, so they're in number 4. And then I have Georgia and Michigan as 5 and 6. So those are two teams that are outside looking in right now, but I think they both have a good chance right. of getting in. I think Alabama, if they lose, they'll still be in. Like that's they were a one loss team last year that still got into the playoffs. So if you think Alabama loses this game, do you think other teams are going to come out more confident if if they do make the playoffs, thinking okay LSU beat them, they can definitely this year. Yeah, 
I, I think, yeah, I think someone's going to, because no one's even played Alabama close. So I think everyone's pretty terrified of Tua in that offense. So if someone can beat them, then it'll definitely give them more confidence. And maybe a and maybe it'll give them a blueprint of how to beat Alabama, but because right now no one's keeping the game close. Um, yeah, like I said, Michigan has no one else left to play. That's other. They have Penn State and then they have Ohio State. So they just got to get through. So if they get those through those two games, I think Michigan yeah. be, was be in, especially if LSU loses. Right, right. It'll, I think I think it'll come down to. I want to see if. It might come down to the college football committee picking between Georgia and Michigan, like two one-loss teams, and one of those fan bases might be upset because if only one can get in. I'm curious to see who they'll pick. So the most exciting NFL game of the weekend had to be the Rams versus Packers. Did you keep up with that game any? The Rams-Packers, no. Okay, so the Packers – or the Rams scored with two minutes left to go up Mm 29-27, and then on the kickoff – the Packers running back, Ty Montgomery, fumbled it, and that ended the game. And there are reports that are saying that the coaches told him not to run it out, but he ran it out anyway and ended up oh, really? losing the game for him. And today, yeah, and today he got traded to the Ravens. So I feel like those reports are pretty true. Oh, man. My, my question is to you, with two minutes left, down two points, do you think Aaron Rodgers would have led a game-winning drive? Yeah. I do too. Even against the, like – the Rams defense, who is supposed to be super good. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and I think that cost him the game, that fumble. Did you did you hear about Demarius Thomas getting traded? To the Texans? And they played Denver <laughs> this week. Oh, they do? I didn't even know that. That's actually that's actually going to be good. Yeah, I hope, I hope he goes off. I love seeing when teams trade someone and then yeah. they destroy them. Golden Tate got traded to the Eagles, too. So that's a that's a good pickup for the Eagles. They need some receivers, and Golden Tate's going to be a good one for them from the Lions. Patriots are going off again. I, it's just the Bills again, like I said. But Patriots are just they demolished the Bills twenty five to six. See, the thing is though, is the Bills' defense kept it pretty close. Honestly, like the they didn't give up a passing touchdown to Brady. Their offense is just so bad that. Like, there's no way they held up. I'm pretty sure seven of those points are from a pick six. So their defense is good. Their offense is horrible for the Bills. But, yeah, the the Patriots are is still a good team. Right. The Saints beat the Vikings 30-20. to 20. That's a hard game for the Saints to win. It's kind of – it was a revenge game for them because uh, the Vikings beat them in the playoffs last year. So I think the Saints came out just like – ready to ready for a showdown and they they won it pretty easily 10 points i was surprised see when i'm doing my spreads i was i picked the browns not to lose by eight and a half this week and they got beat pretty bad i was pretty surprised and it led to their coach getting fired so the browns not going to overtime surprised me because it seems like they go to overtime every single week The Eagles played the Jaguars, and I was curious to see this game because there was um, these were two teams that were kind of struggling, and the Eagles won. So the Jaguars are just falling off the map. I think they were Super Bowl. A lot of people were predicting to go to the Super Bowl this year, and they have just fallen off. The New York Giants. Do you think they'll win another game? I don't. I haven't looked at their schedule, but I'm just gonna say yes. I feel like they do. I I thought they were gonna beat the Redskins this week, actually, but. <laughs> In my notes, 
in in my notes I type Giants are horrible. So that shows my thoughts on the Giants, but I I think they have to win another game. <laughs> it's hard to only win one game in a season. Saquon Barkley is gonna lead him to a victory. You think so? Is it? Are you saying that just because you want them, you want lead them? I mean, I don't care if the Giants win as long as Saquon Barkley gets me my fantasy points. But I mean, I think he's gonna carry him one game at least. A team that surprised me was the Panthers. The Ravens have had a against the Ravens. The Ravens have had a good defense, and Cam Newton destroyed them. Like the Ravens held Drew Brees to sixteen point eight fantasy points, but Cam Newton had twenty eight points last week and a big win. So I was surprised that the the Panthers were able to win that easily against a good Ravens team. Cam Newton's just a good player. Seattle actually beat Detroit. Uh, twenty to fourteen. Yeah, I didn't. I've kind of forgot about Seattle. They've kind of fallen off ever since like they traded Richard Sherman and all that. They're just kind of out there now. They still have Russell Wilson, but they're not the same team that they once were. I don't know what else. Like they're just so di- dysfunctional. Like they have all these politics going on, and you can't just. Win. Yeah, I think they're. I think their real problem is they don't really have a line. Like, Russell Wilson's always running for his life, and so he has to do everything because they have no running game. And so now they don't have that same stellar defense, so they're just a mediocre team now. They they are. They are 4-3, and three and they're right below the Rams and the NFC West. But Okay. So they're not terrible, but they're, they're not, not doing bad. The Bears are four and three. The Vikings are four and three. The pa- they're doing better than the Packers. The Packers are three and three. Marlon Mack, I was surprised. Uh, we projected. Just want to point out some fantasy that we projected him to start him this week, and he went off again, like twenty nine points again. So listen to us if you want to have fantasy advice, because <laughs> we led you in the right direction there. He got 20, 26 points. Um, whatever. Still, still a big time game. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr with twenty seven points this week. I feel like the Raiders are just trying to lose every game though to get a high draft pick. Derek Carr's decent. I don't know why the Raiders are trying to get rid of him. Like he's he's a good quarterback. You can't. Yeah, I think they. I think they. Set told him that he's going to be their guy for the future. They're just not good anywhere else. <clears throat> so they have a good quarterback, So, I, but I feel like they're just going to try to lose and get some good pieces around him now. Because they traded Amari Cooper, they traded Mack, they got all these first-round picks, so they're just going to build a young team. Jameis Winston got benched, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is now the new starting quarterback. So that... Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be good for fantasy, I think, now. Because he was good before he got benched, and now that he's starting again, he's going to have all those weapons to throw to. So we'll see what Ryan Fitzmagic does now. Fitzmagic is going to bring out magic every once in a while. And fans are going to go off, and they're going to go crazy. It's He's not he, he's not consistent. You saw that one week he had uh, how many touchdowns? Four, was it four touchdown passes? Yeah, I think he had back-to-back weeks of four touchdown passes. Yeah, and then after that, um, he he went off like he just he just fell off. I don't know like what happened to him. 
You have to be consistent in the NFL. That's why if you're going to be a starting quarterback, you have to be consistent. Yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers have to move on from Jameis Winston now, though. They're going to be drafting a quarterback in this draft, I bet, because I think they're done with him. Sure. The NFC East, the Redskins um, are in first, and the NFC West, the Rams are in first. The NFC East the, the NFC East is so weak. Like, the Redskins leading that division, it's still anyone's game. Cowboys, I, I don't know. Cowboys, I, I hate the Cowboys. For everyone out there, I hate the Cowboys. I live in Texas, and I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, they're just so, Do you they're think, just so annoying. Um, they need to get a new quarterback. I think they need to get a new owner and a new coach the, before they get a I, new quarterback. I don't think they need a, a new owner, no. They're, that's not happening. That isn't They can get a new coach. I think they should get a new coach as well. I agree with you there, but a new, the new owner thing. But I think Dak's good enough if he has a good coach. He's not great, but I think he's good enough. I just think Jason Garrett is a not a quality head coach. Right. Just not – I don't trust him. I don't think he knows what he's doing. Did you see the Chelsea versus Burnley game this week as we move on to soccer? I was not able to, to catch the game. And Chelsea won 4-0 to against the Burnley team that likes to play a lot of defense. So the fact that they were able to carve them apart without Eden Hazard was pretty impressive. The – um. Uh, Man City only beat Tottenham one to zero. I did see. I did see that. Like, but I saw. I saw. I saw that Tottenham missed a like a great chance at the end of that game to tie it up. So it could have been a easily been a draw. But I I've been I read I didn't watch the game, but I read a lot, and apparently like Man City had it under control most of the game. Even though they only scored one, they had all the possession, and they looked pretty comfortable. But I was really impressed about Chelsea's performance. Scoring four against Burnley is not an easy task. No. None of, none of these teams that we were talking about last week have lost Man City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good for a while. How about the El Clasico? 5-1 to one win for Barcelona over Real Madrid. Madrid is nothing without Ronaldo. They fired their head coach. They did, they did. I see, I saw that. I feel so bad for that guy because he was the coach of Spain and then he left to go to Madrid like a month before the World Cup started. So he didn't get to go to the World Cup, but he leaves the Spain team just to get fired three months later. So I bet he regrets the decision to leave Spain because Barcelona didn't even have Messi. Like Barcelona could have scored so much more probably if they had Messi. Barcelona is just an ugly game for them. They're a team, you know. Um, I think um, Madrid was a one man yeah. show. Ronaldo in the uh, Italian league, Serie A, um, scoring two goals for Juventus, the two goals they they had against Poli, uh, one in the fifty four, and then uh, PK. Yeah, he's finding his his legs now. He he was off to a not a great start, but that team's good. I think they that team could win the Champions League. Oh, <laughs> are you um, 
you backing down from your prediction? Man, no, Man City still, I think I'm still going Man City, but I'm saying that they're good enough. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win, but they're definitely a good enough team. Juventus has proven that without Ronaldo, they can win the Champions League or get into the finals at least. So right. with them, they might put them over the top. But we'll see. That's mm-hmm. a lot, many more months until that happens. A lot can My happen. prediction is PSG and they're number one with 33 points. No one's gonna challenge them in the France French league, so they're gonna they should they should win every single game. They should win every single game in that league. I noticed in the Bundesliga, the German league, that Bayern was not in first, Dortmund's in first right now, and I want someone to finally beat Bayern in that league. It's been like six or seven years in a row that Bayern has won it, and I'm looking for someone to finally knock them off. So I hope Dortmund does it this year. Do you, do you think they will? No. I don't, but I hope they do. I'm a big fan of Dortmund because of Pulisic, the American that plays there. So that's why I like Dortmund. Well, I think that wraps up our show. As always, send us uh, any questions you have or topics you want us to at Podcast at gmail.com or our Twitter page uh, at Fulson Sports underscore. So thanks. See you next time. Bye.